Welcome to the Emergency Management Network podcast, brought to you by the Blue Cell, the International Association of Emergency Managers, and the University of California at Irvine, well, of course, and people like you. This is a shortened version of the full article on the Emergency Management Network Substack. It's my goal to keep these podcasts short and to the point, so for more in-depth um, article, go to the Substack. It's a conversation starter for policymakers to take an in-depth look at the Stafford Act and to make significant changes to improve disaster response and recovery. Over the last five years, the U.S. has constantly faced an average of 18 severe disasters annually, each causing damage upward of a billion dollars. Well, the pattern persisted in 2022 with 18 such incidents inflicting 175.2 billion in damages and resulting in 474 deaths. On a global scale, EMDAT, or the Emergency Event Database, recorded 387 incidences of natural disasters in 2022. The events led to 30,704 lives lost and affected 185 million individuals with total economic damages reaching an estimated 223.8 billion US dollars. In this challenging landscape, it is crucial for emergency management approaches to be both agile and anticipatory. It is time to seamlessly integrate disaster risk reduction or DRR principles into existing emergency management strategies. The conventional emergency management model has been primarily reactive for many years, emphasizing on response and recovery post-disaster. While these aspects remain essential, there is a growing recognition that we must reevaluate how emergency management is performed. A response-centric model overlooks opportunities to lessen disasters through proactive planning and perpetuating a cycle of vulnerability of inefficient preparedness. Disaster risk reduction is a systematic approach to identifying, assessing, and reducing disaster risks, which calls for a shift in emphasis. DRR insists that we look beyond the immediate aftermath of a disaster and focus on mitigating potential risks, improving resilience, and implementing sustainable development. This is not a call to abandon our traditional approaches, but to evolve them to fit a more complete and nuanced understanding of what effective disaster management should entail. To substantiate this claim, let me bring your attention to the rising frequency and intensity of natural disasters. Climate change has exasperated the severity of weather-related events, such as hurricanes, floods, and wildfires. The increasing interconnectedness of our world has also heightened the vulnerabilities to technological and biological threats. And these evolving risks necessitate the evolving approach. By embracing DRR principles, emergency management can advance in several key areas. One, risk identification and assessment. Accurate data and scientific methods can identify vulnerabilities and predict possible disaster scenarios. And this foresight provides the basis for targeted action to minimize risks. Two, community engagement. DRR strongly emphasizes involving local communities in disaster preparedness plans. This participatory approach ensures that policies are culturally sensitive 
and appropriately addresses the unique risks faced by specific populations. Three, resource allocation. Pre-disaster planning allows for more efficient allocation of resources, ensuring that first responders and communities have the necessary tools and training before disaster strikes. Sustainability, number four, DR recognized the importance of sustainability land use, planning, and environmental management as means to mitigate the impact of disasters over the long term. And then five, policy integration. The multidisciplinary nature of DRR means that it can be integrated into broader policies such as urban planning, climate change adaptation, and public health strategies, thereby magnifying its effectiveness. To overlook the incorporation of disaster risk reduction principles into emergency management is not merely an academic oversight. It's tangible to a failure to protect communities and safeguard futures. And so I urge all stakeholders, policymakers, academics, practitioners, and the general public to reconsider our existing paradigms in the light of the compelling arguments for disaster risk reduction. Only through this integrated approach can we build a resilient and secure global society equipped to respond to disasters and mitigate their impact. I have posted a longer article on Emergency Management Network's Substack that delves deeper into how we can embrace DRR. So it's time to make a significant change to how we approach emergency management. Thank you for your time today, and I look forward to, well, hearing from you on Substack about this topic. Become a paid member of EMN on Substack. And I will buy you a drink at the IEM conference in Long Beach, where we are the official media partner of the International Association of Emergency Management. We are having a members-only event, and I want you there. Join today. Until next week, stay safe and stay hydrated.